Hey there, Brittany here. Before we dive into today's episode, I wanted to let you know about a special online mini training that I'm offering for free for a limited time. It's called Peace, Love, Stepmom. And not to toot my own horn, but beep beep, it's pretty freaking awesome. Peace Love Stepmom will give you the exact steps to take in order to create more harmony in your stepfamily without feeling like you have to walk on eggshells or bite your tongue or ignore your own needs just to keep the peace. Because if you are listening to this, then chances are pretty good that you know there's a big difference between not fighting and actually feeling peaceful. To enroll in Peace Love Stepmom and get immediate access to this incredible online course, head to peacelovestepmom.com and sign up. It's totally free. You don't want to miss it. So go to peacelovestepmom.com to enroll and get immediate access. Now on with the show. Where would you take your life if you knew you could not fail. I get it. As a stepmom, mom, and entrepreneur, sometimes it can feel like what everyone else expects of you versus what you dream about for yourself are on opposite ends of the spectrum. As a woman, you're taught from a very young age what society thinks you're worth based on how you look, how you behave, and how much money you're allowed to bring in. But I'm here to show you that you can be the woman who has it all, and not just on the outside. I'm Brittany Lynch, and you are the queen of your castle. What is up, gorgeous? Welcome to another episode of the Queen of Your Castle podcast. My name is Brittany Lynch, and I help stepmoms live happily ever after with the help of my signature steps method. Now, my flagship offering is called Your Stepmom Story, which just happens to be the best online support community for stepmoms. Now, I'm going to be honest, the path that I have traveled to get to this side of the microphone to get to the place where I have cultivated the capability to hold space for dozens of women as they navigate some of the most complex situations of their lives. It's been a long and difficult journey to get here. But, you know, over the years of healing my abandonment and attachment issues, hashtag daddy issues, you know, over the years of healing my inner child and damaged self-esteem and body image issues, over the years of learning how to love myself, even though I truly had no comprehension of what love actually meant or looked like, let alone how to receive it. Throughout this healing journey, I've had the privilege, the absolute privilege of meeting some of the most truly, truly incredible people who are also on their own really cool journeys. 
And today's guest just happens to be one of those truly incredible people. I had the kind of divine privilege of connecting with Sasha at some point last year. And I've been fascinated by this woman and the gift that she brings to the world. Ever since I, ever since I met her, she's just radiant. She's just a, a, a very unique, beautiful, special person. And you're about to see why I feel that way about her very shortly. Um, but what started initially, what initially started out as an idea for a podcast episode between us really just ended up kind of taking the form of what to me felt a lot more like, uh, an intimate, authentic conversation between two friends. Now, you might notice that this episode has a bit of a different energy, a bit of a different vibe than the usual episodes of the show. Or you might not notice that. Uh, Who knows? Um, But just if you're like, how why does this just feel like it's starting in the middle of a conversation? It's because the episode I'm releasing is literally in the middle of the conversation that we were having. So... We're going to start this episode out with Sasha explaining how she specifically helps women to come home to who they are, how she helps women to connect with the core of their authentic beings. And we we dive into some into some really cool places. Uh, So I'm really excited to share this really cool conversation with you. So without further ado, here is Sasha, who is starting off by telling us about her program called Core Purpose Blueprint and about, you know, what does it mean when you find yourself pushing and struggling and forcing your way through life? Here we go. Okay. So Core Purpose Blueprint is basically the name of my course. Okay. It's like, it's all about refining who you are but first we strip away everything that you're not like we strip away the layers like everything that you've convinced yourself you are um and we shine light on the parts that don't feel good right the parts that are like fuck this like i'm not in my power here i'm not in my power there and one of the cool things about astrology is that it's like the most phenomenal it's an accelerated way of doing shadow work in my opinion it's like the most pleasant way of doing shadow work do you guys do you do shadow you you talk about shadow work on here yeah okay um because we're and we don't get defensive because astrology is just like here these are concepts uh do you see yourself in there or not and then we just talk about that uh and and it's like if there's a charge there you're like fuck, I have this shadow and it's really fun. And um, usually when we have shadows pop up, it's like our ego wants to protect ourselves. Like, no, 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 we're not going there. We're not. But when it's astrology, it's so neutral and objective and you're just talking about it. It's like, huh. So we get to also validating too, because you're like, I'm not the only person, right? It's like, there's a group of people who have this. That's why people are like, oh, I'm a Pisces too, right? It's like, we relate to being these shadow qualities because it's like part mm-hmm. of, yeah. Right, 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 right. So, so that's like the number one part. And I do agree, like, you know, you're not alone. You're not yourself, but um, to just go back quickly on like what you mentioned, like, uh, 
like I am a Pisces, I'm also this way. All of us, every single human ever has all 12 signs in our chart, all of us. And the way that those signs get expressed or not, or repressed, right? Sometimes it's repressed. It, it depends on the configuration of what we have and what's in which spot. So for example, for you, you're a sun in Pisces. You have more concentrated energy going there. You have like about 70% Pisces energy. And then the rest is like a little bit less, like percentage here, percentage there, percentage here, percentage there. And there, you're a beautiful uh, ensemble. You're the beautiful combination of everything. But the way that a Pisces energy expresses can go from super shadowy to like, okay, this is like pretty integrated Pisces to like, fuck yeah, wow, Pisces energy, Jedi mode, whoa, amazing. And then also whenever we are at the shadow level of Pisces, it can go into like an overly expressed, like overly too much in one way or completely repressed, right? Completely repressed in another way. So within each sign you have these like so many different levels of expression. So it's about bringing awareness to each of those within all of the signs in your chart and then depending on which planets you have there like we can kind of read but it sounds complicated it's not it it just takes some time so in my course we do that part which is like detoxing who you're not but the other parts that's so fucking important is connecting with your core and this is to me the most I, I, if you can't tell, like right now, like I'm livening up, like I'm fucking coming up because I just want to fucking talk about it. Me being in my core, you being in your core, there's like this energy that comes from like the solar plexus Mm -hmm. area. And we're just like, we vibe. And this, by the way, if you're listening to this and you know, your human design, it doesn't fucking matter what your human design is. Like there is a moment, there is a kind of sweet spot where you're being yourself in full harmony where it just feels so fucking good and your energy is flowing and things are in sync and whatever you speak, whatever you do, while you maintain this integrity, it's just like, it's not genius, but it feels good. At the end of the day, you're really proud of yourself. You're proud of your work. You're proud of the words that you used and you can really stand by it. So when we operate from core, it's, it's about being first. And you know, this, like, it, this is something that I know we we've even like talked about and studied together. You uh, you need to operate from core and core to me is when you know your shadows, you forgive them, you love them, you integrate them. You decide to operate from the place of higher awareness because you know that you have all of them available to you, but you're choosing to express in higher awareness. And I truly believe that when you have that core piece, then we go to the next step of my core, my course, which is after you have that core piece, it's about knowing which ways that your energy likes to express itself. So which streams of energy should you invest into? So for example, for you, Brittany, you are a mama, you are a stepmama, you have a business, right? You have a podcast. Those are your streams where you're still maintaining your core and you are investing energy into those things. Mm -hmm. So these are your streams of purpose. And those streams of purpose to me, it's about investing energy into the places that will bring you the highest levels of fulfillment and not 
into the ways where fuck, like I keep putting energy into this and it's like beating a dead horse. Right. It's not working. So, right. yeah. Okay. Let's pull out. Let's pull on that for a second. How, <laughs> right. how, how in your, in your program, like in your questioning in your offerings, in your beautiful breadth of knowledge, when someone says like, when I put my energy into this stream, it feels so heavy. It feels like it's always a struggle. It's like I'm crashing into a wall. I'm always going upstream. Like mm. what would be kind of the first question that you would that you would ask somebody to consider or where would you go in your mind first to be like, okay, what's happening in that like blocked mm-hmm. line? Right. I love this question so much. It's so relevant. Um to women also, especially because we're trying so hard to do so many things and being a mom and being this and being that, being a good wife, being sexy. It's like, we're fucking trying so hard. And when we feel like we're going upstream, there is an energy of resistance. There's an energy of, I'm trying to go against, I'm trying to go against the flow of the way things are. And it's almost like a a lack of acceptance. It's a control also mechanism. We're trying to control the way things are going as opposed to, hey, what what would happen if I like pause for a second and then let myself flow with the stream? And what I'm saying here, what would that look like in real life? Um, I don't have like the exact uh, example, but let's, let's come up with an example like my, for you. So for you, it would be like a stepmom trying so fucking hard to. Yeah. Um, like, so for example, like, okay, I'm the stepmom. I'm trying so hard. I am going out of my way to make all these doctor's appointments, to do all the scheduling, to be super stepmom. Uh, mm. my partners, my partner's ex doesn't want to acknowledge my existence. The kids don't really like me. My spouse doesn't appreciate me. I'm pushing, 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 pushing. Right. Mm-hmm. I'm putting all of my energy, all of my eggs into this basket. Love me, love me. Right. Like, why don't they love me? Because, mm-hmm. because that's what we want as humans at our fucking core, right? Is love, acceptance, security. Right. So right. In, in this, in this kind of like situation, it's like my first thought when you say that is like, this to me, when you would be like, oh, you're putting your energy in like an upstream place, whatever, I would be like, but I love my family, right? right. I want to put my energy in there. But this block is the problem, this giving, this people pleasing, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll so you, yeah. I love that so much. And as you were speaking, I could see like, by the way, like the way I look at a chart, I can see certain things, but you don't need to have something in the chart to have a dysfunction, like a, a distortion of the way you perceive things. And I also believe that if you are encountering resistance, fucking celebrate, celebrate because this resistance is literally like in a video game. This is like the spot. This is your next level. This is going to, your ceiling is going to be your floor, but you need to integrate it. So it's an invitation. So for example, when you were speaking, I was like, okay, where's the Virgo, right? Where's like maybe something in the seventh house, because this is like control of, you know, relationships and dynamics. I'm like, is there a lesson there? And then if I speak about control and dynamics and in the family, right? This like need to be perfect, this need to be good, this need to be all that. Um, It's to me, like when I see a woman going like that, I'm like, I wanna just tell her what's the invitation here? Do you need, what would happen? 
what would happen if you didn't do those things? Like, are you still able to love yourself as you were saying, but even deeper than that, um, there's, can you give yourself, right? Can you give yourself the need of like, okay, I'm just not going to control fucking anything. I'm just not going to do that. And maybe what I'm going to do is break down my barriers because that, that is how we make the ceiling, the new floor and talk to the stepmom and be like, I am losing it. I, I just want to talk to you heart to heart. Like, honestly, like I'm having a really fucking hard time. I'm having a super hard time. I'm, and you break down this like ego, right? This protection, this control, this image that you, you're trying to keep maintaining because when we're in control, we're in what? We're in masculine energy, right? We're, we're trying to, and as you probably know, like being a mom is an unbelievable masculine energy. Like you're helping, you're raising children, you're creating children, you're creating lives. You're the structure of the family in a lot of ways. You're Mm -hmm. fucking holding the fucking fort. Mm -hmm. You're not used to being in the receptive. You're not used to being the one that's being tended to. You're not used to being the one that's like, Oh, people do this for me. People do this for Matt. Imagine if you were a beautiful stepmom or a mom and you're at home and then all of a sudden your husband packs the whole car for the road trip. He does all of the meals and you're just like, what? Like, so to me, it's, it's about an energy of recognition between the masculine and the feminine, the lack of control and control, the trust in the other the knowing that I'll be fine, even if I'm not the one holding down the fort, right? Can I live? Can I be at peace without having every like finger in every pot? And that to me, that level of trust is fucking next level. And the reason why I relate this with astrology into my course, it's like, it's so much easier because you can always say like the opposite of the sign will reveal the struggle. Like the opposite of each sign will reveal the key to like, Hey, by the way, this is like maybe the way it's going to be solved. For example, if you've been like completely in the Aries mode, right? The masculine control, all of those like, ha ha ha, I need to maintain everything. And then you go to the Libra and it's like, Hey, you know what? Like, let's talk about this. Let's work together on this. Let's, I don't need to be the kingpin because maybe I don't know better. And it's just, it's just a beautiful, easy right. way of doing this. Right, 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 right. A, how fucking cool is that? <laughs> yeah, it's fucking cool. How exciting is that? When are you, uh, when are you, when is it? When is this happening? So we start in February, like late February after Mercury retrograde. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm like, I, I work with the, I work with the moon calendar quite a bit just for my launches for, for how I roll with my business. And I found that's not only just the easiest way of, for myself to sync with myself, but also for my business. And I time it with certain planets. So um, do you work with Asana, by the way? Mm-hmm. Like the scheduling thing, Asana? Yeah. So yeah, like I, that's also part of my course is like, I, 
organize the asana with all the planets and the, the, the shift. So you're like, okay, I'm going to plan this there, plan this here, plan. And I just follow that. And what's beautiful with that is like, it's so fucking good for self-awareness and shadow integration. Cause you're like, you're, you're not just going uh, like hamster wheel about your life. Like so fucking like, Oh, okay. This is my loop. This is what I'm in. This is my loop. This is what I'm in. I have to do this. I have to do that pick up the kids, go to like, whatever is your routine. We all have our routine. The one thing that I fucking love about astrology moon cycles is that it brings up certain topics all fucking time. And you're like, and even if you're unaware of this, like, even if you don't know shit about astrology or human design or our gene keys, which I work with all three, even if you don't know anything, sometimes people will have events like things will happen that will be completely linked and then if you if you know if you work with it you're like yeah I fucking knew that I saw that coming and it's an invitation every time to revisit where do I stand with my relationships with that because it's always about our relationship to the thing as opposed to just the thing itself it's not about I know for you you've been sober right for almost uh, a year Almost yeah. Massive congrats to you for that. And that's amazing. And I know you feel phenomenal with that. Um, but what I was trying to say is like, there's, there's, there's this, these, uh, these moments in our life, right. When we're, we're trying to, to make big decisions, when we're trying to do that with ourselves. And it's like, what, let me ask you, why did you stop drinking? How did you feel with that? Like, what, why was the, 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 like, why do you feel so fucking good that you stopped drinking? It was not, you know, this is a huge fucking talk. This is a huge. I, I want to, if you don't mind, like, I'd love to. Let's go, we can go there. Absolutely. We can go there. Um, so for a lot of years, a lot of years, drinking was the thing that turned my brain off, that comforted me, that took the edge off, that it was like always there, right? Like at the end of a 16 hour day, there was a drink after a breakup, there was a drink after a crisis, there was a drink. And it was just such a, there was no, there was no conscious reaching for it anymore. It just became this, like I, I needed to numb my life with it. And um, it just got to a point, you know, as I, as I grew, as I evolved, as I, as I got more connected to who I was, it was like every fucking day I would have this voice in my mind being like, you have to quit drinking. 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 And it was like loud and like, I may as well, there may as well have been a billboard from, from the universe being like, you're never going to get to your next fucking level if you don't quit drinking. Right. Mm. And, and so it dis, it didn't, the place I see my life going, the business I want to create, what I want to create for women, what the kind of mom that I want to be, the kind of wife that I want to be, none of like drinking doesn't fit in any of those boxes. Mm. And, and I, I've met very few people who actually can drink moderately. And my mom is one of them. She'll have a half a beer and put it in the fridge. Otherwise, I have yet to meet someone who can say drinking positively influences their life. Right? Mm. 
Um, mm, I love that. I love I, drinking positively influences their life. It might not fuck it up, but does it positively? Is it getting you closer to where you want to go? Right. Mm-hmm. Right. I love that. Um, I, I actually forget why I was talking about that because I got so fucking focused on what you were saying. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I'm in Brittany's world now. And I'm so proud of you because, and this actually links with purpose so much. This is to me, like the drinking habit was like one of the streams where you investing time, money, money, you need money to buy alcohol. And also time thinking about the habit, right? And that is a stream that is not giving anything back to you. So it's like leaking energy. So that is a stream that is not fucking on purpose, which is, you you said that in other words, um, but it, it's the stream of wasted energy. It's a stream that is actually a draining of the pool, right? Mm-hmm. If you are the authentic, beautiful pool of Brittany and you've got like fucking, you know, streams going here, streams going there. And then there's this like, hole at the bottom of the pool and you constantly have to work double time to fill the pool back up and you're just like fuck this I need to just patch up this hole and just like say bye-bye like it's done forever and that's that's also like part of the the work that I do and it's not just like fucking astrology and all that it's it's like the maintenance of your authenticity because whenever you Brittany uh without the alcohol you like I saw it in your content too I saw it like as you were speaking, you, and I didn't even know you stopped drinking, right? I didn't even know that that's what you had done, but it was clear to me that there was a massive fucking shift that happened somewhere. You became like the sun and the planets just started rotating around you. You created your own nucleus. You created your own solar system and you became fucking magnetic, right? And you attracted the people that saw that light, that understand that light, that fucking that are meant for that light, right? And that's actually a beautiful tie-in with the Leo full moon that we have tomorrow. And it's all about fucking unapologetic shining and not letting our beautiful egos get in the fucking way, not letting ourselves judge ourselves, right? And also knowing, like having enough self-love, enough self-respect to not do the things that are draining our energy, to not do the things that are you know, another version of you, another person listening to this right now might say, yeah, I wanted to stop drinking, but it's like a social thing. Or it's like the time that me and my husband bond. And it's like, do you want the basis of your relationship with your partner to be based on like the identity that you grow into as you drink? Mm-hmm. And then what's the cost of that? Right. Um, I don't know about you and if, if you had that link with drinking uh, with, with your partner, um, but I've dealt with that too. And when I stop, because I still drink very rarely, but I still do uh, because it sometimes adds to my life because I fucking love the taste of tequila. Um, but it's not like when I was in college, which was like a fucking bottle of tequila, you know, like maybe not a bottle, but I was so crazy, right? And now it's like, no, I can have, I can have a drink and I can fucking taste it. And it tastes delicious to me. And in that way, I have a Taurus moon, right? In that way for me, it's like, I'm enjoying this. I'm tasting like the deliciousness of it, but I know for a fact, if I order another one because of the taste, I'm lying to myself. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like 
So I fucking love that you said that. I love that you did that. I love how you're an example to so many people with your message with that. And you're also so open and honest and vulnerable and like fucking real. And I also think there's a big movement happening with being sober curious that's like popping up. It's a, yeah. And there's like, there's a lot of, uh, uh, there's a, there, sobriety in itself is a, is a, is a, is a, it's a huge topic, right? The, the biggest thing is like getting over people, people's fear is, I mean, I don't want to speak for everyone. My biggest fear is like, I'm what I'm giving up by quitting drinking, right? Mm -hmm. That was always the first place that my mind would go, well, I'm going to give this up. And what about holidays? And what about vacations, right? What about when I go to Europe and like the wine fountain, like how am I ever going to pass the wine fountain in Spain? Or I don't even know if it's a thing in my mind. It is like, (laughs) like, this is just the stories. I (laughs) What I'm going to be losing. Um, But for me personally, the work that I do, the places I take my clients, the depth I go with my clients, you know, in my model, for those of you who don't know who are listening, my my method that I use is called the steps method. The P in the step stands for presence. And Mm -hmm. what kind of teacher, what kind of presence teacher am I? What kind of mentor am I? When I'm reaching to a bottle of wine every night to take the edge off my life, right? What kind of your thoughts, you are not your thoughts, mentor am I when the only way I can feel, think to turn my thoughts off is by numbing them? Mm-hmm. So it just became so contrary to the places I want the places that I can go without it. And not only that, but like I'm here to serve women and take women to these places and I can't do it with a glass of wine in my hand. I just can't do it. And that's, Mm. that to me is not giving something up that to Mm, me. Exactly. It's your choosing. Choosing. Like I, the, the group of women I have inside the STEM mom story, like I get off my calls and I sit in gratitude and like tears come out of my face because these women, they're my fucking people. Right. They're my people. And if I had not quit drinking, those people would I would not have those people. Right. And those wouldn't have each other. We're a sisterhood. Right. Mm. We're creating a sisterhood. We're creating a movement. We love each other. We're there for each other. And Mm. so am I giving up and am I is giving up is giving up up anything? No, my life is infinitely fucking better for it. Yes. Fucking amen to that. Mic drop. Ooh. I would drop my mic, but it's attached to my <laughs> headphones. I need my drop. <laughs> yeah. My mixing board. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Presence is the biggest gift for you. It's the biggest gift for your clients. It's the biggest gift for your partner. I fucking love that that's part of your program. It's so fucking important. Um, and also what you were talking about, you know, with, with uh, not giving something up. I love that. It's almost like I'm choosing a, a, another reality that way fucking more. Mm-hmm. And I think that that links also with so many other things. Like people are afraid of giving up their, haha, we can talk about that. Maybe you could talk. You know what I'm going to say. You fucking know what I'm going to say. They're afraid of giving up the good for the fucking juicy fucking purpose, right? The juicy presence, the juicy realness of who they are. We're afraid of leaving the nine to five that fucking sucks. 
but we think it's like the best we can do. We're afraid of leaving that relationship. That's like, like they're not treating us well, or we don't feel like we can expand. We don't feel like we can flow. It's like, we're afraid of leaving that thing. We're afraid of losing that safety, that certainty, that familiarity to go into like amazingness or people are afraid of investing in a course, right? They're afraid of giving up their money. They're afraid of giving up their time, their energy, because in the past, maybe it hasn't worked, but what is there to gain? Or because you've never done it. You've never done it another way. Therefore, right. And that's, and again, that's an ego thing is that we, we know at least if life is not awesome, if life doesn't suck that bad, but it's not like super wicked, we know what to expect when we get up tomorrow morning. Yeah. We know what to expect. So we're good. We're good. Yeah. Yeah. It's like the devil, you know, um, and it's crazy. We're talking about that, but I was talking about that in, in my, in my stories today, you know, the, the, how bad does it have to get before good enough? Like before you choose great for good enough, because good enough, it's like the frog that keeps like the water keeps boiling. The frog doesn't notice the frog doesn't notice you keep the, the, the heat gets hot, hotter, hotter, hotter frog still doesn't notice it's hot, but like, I don't really notice it's, it's just getting a little bit worse every day. So I don't really notice, but over time you look back and you're like, fuck, I've wasted this much time. Like, like wishing, hoping, dreaming that something would change. And it just hasn't. And maybe it's time. Like I fucking face the fact that I'm not where I need to be. Like I'm not in an environment that I can thrive. Right. And, and I think this, I know you talk to stepmoms mostly and mothers in general. Right. But I think this can happen in dynamics. It's not about just like, Oh, I need to leave the person. It's like, no, I need to like give up this part of my personality sometimes. And and that sounds so fucked up, but sometimes the part of our personality that needs to be right all the fucking time is the problem. Sometimes that's the part we have to leave behind. Yeah. So being wrong is okay. Being wrong is okay. Not having sexy word is okay, right? Doesn't it? Doesn't it turn you on? Some, I'm, I'm I'm like going off on a weird tangent. When somebody is like, "Hey, I did this wrong, and I just wanted to tell you, I'm sorry. Like, I didn't see things clearly at the time." To me, when somebody's able to do that, I'm like, "Oh my god, they are so like confident. Like, there's just so much self worth there." Um, one of my friends just did that to my husband. He's like, Hey, I think I did something wrong. And my husband just told me, and he was like, I'm, I admire this person right now. Like I admire them. And that is the way it's received. I I just wanted to say that. Because it takes, you're right. It takes a lot of self-worth to do that because doing something wrong, like what the hardest, the hardest fucking vibration to come out of is a shame is shame right? And you do something wrong. You hurt somebody you care about. You instantly go to shame. I don't care who you are, right? Instant. Oh my God. Oh, you're right. I, I, I'm, yeah. Yeah. I judge myself so hard. Sometimes I'm like, wait, 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 stop, 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 stop. Like like, what needs to be seen here? What needs to be held? Um, Or if I post something so fucking like, 
in your face about it um, because it feels true to me. Um, and then I questioned myself, I'm like, was that too bold? Was that too bold? And then I'm like, if I get a message, I'm like, oh, I offended someone, but that never happens. And I just like, I, I started in the, um, I sometimes even when I post something really fucking bold, uh, sometimes I, I have these thoughts of, do I want to take this down? I'm like, no, but I, I, I am aware. I'm aware of the part of me that wants to take it down. I'm aware of the part of me that's still fucking scared to shine my light. I'm aware of the part of me that's afraid of being judged. I'm aware. And I'm like, hey, I see you. I can see you're scared. It's okay. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and, but that's, you know, now it's a quick process, but in the beginning it was a fucking like weekend, right. It, it took so much time for me to untangle and fucking heal. And, and I, I'm going to say though, that's because the, the, your, your observer is so much more known and aware. And for those of you who have no idea what I'm talking about, when I talk about the observer, you need to take my meditation course, meditations for stepmoms, and you will learn all about the observer. But in a nutshell, the observer is. So if you think about like, okay, I have a purple water bottle sitting on my counter. There's that thought, but who did that thinking, right? And then, and then who watched you do that thinking? we can get your brain spun around in a whole big, in a whole big way here. But the important thing to notice about this is that you can have conversations inside of your mind with different parts of yourself. And it's okay for all of those parts to be there. Right. Mm-hmm. There's, there's not just one version. My, actually my therapist put it to me like in the best way, she calls it your boardroom, your mind boardroom. Mm-hmm. So there are, there's like the, there's like the super masculine, like the CEO who needs to be in control of all of the thoughts. Right. And then there's like the jokester who's like making inappropriate comments in the corner. And then there's like, maybe the like horny secretary and her like sluttiness wanting to like seduce. Right. And we have, we have all of these people who sit in the boardroom in our minds Right. And then the beautiful place that we get to go, you know, when we work with Sasha or when we cultivate our meditation practice is that we get to develop a bird's eye view to see what is happening in our minds without getting swept away in it. And that Mm -hmm. is Mm -hmm. such a beautiful place to get to. And it's not all of the time, but when you can, like, like you said, instead of a weekend, it's a few minutes instead of instead of beating yourself up for a weekend, you can be like, okay, I'm feeling shame. That's okay. My inner child needs a hug. Right. That's, that's, that's power. That's power. I, I just want to say, I love that you created a meditation course for moms, by the way. And I also, I love your therapist because she sounds fucking brilliant or he, I don't know. She, okay. Um, and also third thing, which is I don't even know if people are paying attention to that part, but when you started describing the people in the boardroom, uh, you mentioned the CEO. I'm like the the, the hard masculine. I'm like, yeah, Capricorn, uh, Saturn. Uh, you started talking about uh, a jokester in the corner. I'm like, yeah, I could see Gemini energy or Mercury energy. Uh, and then you're talking, I'm just saying like, and I see Venus I, as this, the, this like luscious, pleasureful secretary. I'm like, 
do you like it's this we're talking about the same things I have chills when I just said that like because because like your therapist might call it your boardroom in your head I'm just calling it different things but we're talking about the same things and basically it's to say that there's so many different expressions inside of ourselves right there's so many different parts of us and sometimes like if you hadn't talked about this, if I don't talk about this, people think that they're just one thing and one thing only, and they're stuck with that forever. And it's like, no, like you have access to so fucking much in your head. There's your inner child. There's your inner teenager that people don't really talk about. Um, there's the fucking masculine, healthy masculine version of you, which is in women and men. Uh, you know, it, it's not specific to gender and then you have the feminine right the 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 person who takes action versus the person who receives there's these beautiful energies that are inside of ourselves and we can use them whether you are a stepmom at home or or you are not but you're probably maybe gonna date somebody who has kids right like some like you that just popped into my mind right like you're if you're going on a dating site and you're like oh I can't be with somebody who has kids already it's like why the fuck not right like why would you not maybe level up who you are and your awareness and integrate that right like don't let that be a block um and maybe there's even like so much fucking wisdom that's gonna pop out of that like life lessons and everything like that but don't block it out because there's maybe a part of you that's going to get the healing that it needs through that experience, through that knowledge. I just love this conversation so much. Like, I didn't even know that you did therapy on top of everything that you do. And I just like, I love you. <laughs> also, I want to say, I love you. I want to <laughs> say that if it was not for my stepson, we would not be having this conversation right now. You know, I had a, what do you mean? I had a hard and fast rule no guys with kids, right? I was getting closer to 30. I was like, I'm not dating anyone with kids. It's not fucking happening. I'm not doing that. No, no way, no how. And here I am, right? Here I am. I didn't even know that. I just said that. So yeah. tell, tell me more. Wait, so you, what did your stepson do? Like, how was he? My, how, my stepson how did my biggest spiritual teacher in fucking my, love that in my life. Right. I love that. Not because our relationship has been easy and it's not because of any expectation that society would have of how a woman should treat her spouse's child from a previous relationship. Right. Like that he he again, I'm gonna quote my therapist again. Um the way shout that out therapist Claire, I shout her out all the time. Claire, if you're listening, <laughs> no, she's not listening. <laughs> Um, the way she explained it, uh, was, is that when we, when we as children are wounded, when we have traumas, et cetera, et cetera, essentially we have like a lifelong imprint of a bruise, right? Like it'll heal, it'll heal, but we have this lifelong imprint of this bruise. And so if you push on like a piece of your skin that doesn't have a bruise on it, Right. Like if you were a person who grew up without this one specific trauma and someone pushed on that part of your skin, it wouldn't hurt. But when you already have a bruise there, then lighter touches, right, less obvious things make that hurt a lot. 
Right. And, mm. so, and so my, my relationship with my stepson pushed on a lot of bruises, a lot of very deep, painful, painful bruises. But if it wasn't for that, there would be no step queen. This conversation would not be happening. Right. Because, and I would have stayed very, mm. I would have stayed very sick for a very, very long time. I think, um, because I, I had to change. I had to grow in order to, sustain the relationship with my husband right like I had to I so I love that oh, I love that I I mean there's so many fucking parts I love like when you said like he he mirrored the parts of you that needed more love like I don't even know what happened like I know nothing about your relationship with your stepson I just know that you're a fucking cool person but I don't know that any like the the, the details but I also know for a fact, like when certain people came into my, like my, my father is a little bit that relationship with me. Like he just, I get so triggered Mm -hmm. with him and I'm like, what is this showing me? And I'm, I'm always just going back to, it's about that bruise that you're talking about, right? That little bruise. And, and it's the relationship that I'm like, this is who I want to be. Is this who I want to remain? And it's almost like we're, we can't escape the triggers that are so fucking intense and they're revealing like, okay, well something has to give now. What is it going to be? Right. And, and, and is it going to be me? Another thing I wanted to ask you, I'm like, sorry. I like, I'm so intrigued by what you just said. You said I had to change. Like I had to change. Um, and I'm, I'm not the host of this, but I'm so curious what, <laughs> like, I'm sorry. It's like, I'm so curious about what, because some people say don't change just be yourself be who you are but like I I agree and it's like change for self-love because there's a chance that who you're being right now isn't fully in integrity isn't fully in harmony isn't fully in love like you're operating at not love some parts of you okay let me that thank you for clarifying this let me preface by saying I don't think anyone is broken. I don't think anybody needs to be fixed. I don't think anybody needs to be changed, right? I I don't believe that at the core of who I am. But I do Mm -hmm. believe that because our brain's number one job, our brain's only job is to keep us alive, right? And Mm -hmm. so, so over time, throughout my life, I developed some some perspectives on life and habits and shells and defense mechanisms that at one point kept me safe at one point kept me alive um at one point served me but the problem was I never really audited those things anymore right like for example alcohol was one thing that at one point that served me right Mm. um But then I got to a place with it where I got to audit that and say, this is no longer a piece of my life that I, that I need to bring forward. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I, when I say I had to change, it was really just that all, all of the brokenness and sadness and heaviness and pain that I had been carrying for so many years could not coexist when I lived in a home with a child Mm, wasn't my own and I couldn't yeah like 
man, everything changed. I used to believe in spanking. I'm like the biggest anti-spanking person you'll ever meet now. I used to believe in like harsh punishment. I'm like anti-punishment, right? All of these things came because I had to take a step back from what I believed you needed to do to raise a good kid. Mm. Doing that, I got I got this really uh, intense look at a lot of things. A lot of I love that. I love I love I love I love that so much. Because there's acceptance in that. It's like I can accept that this is who I was. And there's like I don't need to judge myself. Right. You don't need to judge yourself. You're like, yeah, that's the truth, man. I was not perfect. I believed in these things. They they weren't that healthy for the child. They weren't that I felt like shit, whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, but one of the things that I'd like to even like bring back is do you know how fun it would have been? if we would have talked in, um, I don't know, before when you were still drinking and I would have talked about how Pisces, they are so fucking intuitive and they can sense people so much that sometimes it's, it's just overwhelming what they can perceive and feel. So one of the ways that Pisces placements, uh, experience this and deal with this, deal with this overwhelm of just like, I'm just getting so many fucking messages like left right and center i can feel people's emotions i can tap into like the fuck they're feeling all the time and it's overwhelming they go to alcohol mm -hmm. they, they that is a piscean thing mm -hmm. i have chills again saying that i have a mess mess my chills are hurting um, <laughs> imagine and i would have said that and you i wouldn't have maybe like maybe i would have never known that you were a pisces and you would have gone home and been like oh so that's what I'm talking about with awareness. Mm -hmm. Like, it's not, I'm not telling you to do this. I'm just saying, by the way, this is a shadow of, of Pisces, right? You know, it's, 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 there's certain frequencies inside of ourselves. There's certain frequencies that we imprinted when we were born at a specific time and space. Like we imprinted a specific, you know, set of genes from our parents, but we also imprinted from the environment. We, we imprinted certain frequencies and those frequencies in, in our body. Um, it's like, it's not for sure. It's going to be expressed a certain way, but it's, it, there's a potential of expression, right? Pisces can also become just like the most amazing, wise Jedi Yoda vibe person. Cause you just like, mm -hmm. you just know the whole fucking spectrum of every like every possible emotion <laughs> and you don't judge it so it's like either fighting against that vastness or completely holding it um, so it's so it's like it's so interesting that you say that because yes like that for that's why I drank for a lot like I worked in the bar right for a long time and all of that energy around me I I like I I it sounds crazy to say but like alcohol protected me and when I worked in the bar right like I'd go in I would have a drink and I was like okay um not I'm not endorsing drinking at work by the way um but yeah and and in order though, to get to a place like where I, where I could give up alcohol, I had to, like you said, like you said, like accept that I'm just going to feel all of this all of the time and learn when I need to just remove myself from social situations. I love people, mm. but I can't 
can't be around people all the time. Mm-hmm. Or you need really strong boundaries when you are around people. Um, because whenever you're talking anybody with Pisces energy, it's the dissolution of boundaries. So if I'm talking to somebody who I can, I can perceive like they're intuitive, they're, they've got the like connection to the other realms, you know, I'm like, Oh, how strong are your boundaries? Because you're going to, like, you need that, that Pisces, a strong Pisces energy needs them in my opinion like the most boundaries because if you have a super strong fucking capricorn everything you're like boundaries is no brainer i have more i have more capricorn in my chart than pisces which is so crazy but it depends yeah like aggressive sometimes too Uh i have a lot of capricorn too capricorn is actually my my strongest my most present energy but it's not it's not my son uh your son like i said earlier that's 70 percent of your energy uh even if you have more planets and something else like it doesn't mean it's not equal ratios um but i can definitely fucking see your capricorn like in your energy uh very strong assertive ceo type i'll take control because yeah i know my shit like that business owner vibe is definitely shining through when I'm talking to you. Mm. And I love that. It's, it's definitely part of your archetypes, but yeah, I also think you do have the Jedi being able to hold all the emotions, right? That's not everybody, by the way, that's like even people who are in spirituality and, and doing conscious business. I think that even some of them are not able to go full dark, full, Mm like shame and, and, and guilt and blame. And it, it takes a lot of people to hold those frequencies and see them in others without judgment. Um, and I think that's a gift Pisces sun have. Um, and then another thing that I love when you said you have a lot of Capricorn, Capricorn will feel it, but like, I'm going to keep focused anyway. Like I'll feel it. I'll, I'll use that, but I'll keep focused. I'm just going to stay focused. I've got shit to do then I'm going straight. Like I got my mission. I'm going to take responsibility for this and I'm responsible for my mission at the same time. Amazing. Amazing. Um, a little bit of an off the cuff interview. We didn't do a lead in. We'll have to figure that out. None of that. Glad I started recording what I did. Um, yeah. Thank you so much for uh, that. I could talk to you, I'm sure, for like 10 hours straight. Yes. Uh, but I will be mindful of, of your time uh, for our listeners who have tuned in and are like, what is this human design that she's talking about? What is What's a chart? What's my moon sign? Right. And if you just obviously fell in love with Sasha because it's impossible not to because she's so fucking amazing and people want to find you, where's the best place for them to find you, get in touch with you, send you a message? Thank you so much. <laughs> that was fucking cool. Um, Instagram, Sasha.enlivened. It's very simple. Uh, you can also find me on Facebook, but just go to my Instagram. All my links are there. You can find in my bio and everything. So yeah, Sasha is with a C. So S-A-C-H-A uh, dot enlivened. And yeah, come chat. Let's talk. Sasha's fucking cool. If you like me, you'll love Sasha. Um, thank you so much Brittany I love you I feel the same about you I will link big respect bio up in the show notes and you guys will see me tag her in my stories I'm sure uh, on Instagram so thanks again Sasha it's been amazing thank you 
I hope this episode got your wheels turning and showed you just how powerful you are. I would invite you to take 30 seconds and tap subscribe to this podcast. When you subscribe to the podcast, then rest assured you will never miss an episode. And in no time, spinning your wheels will be a thing of the past. Thank you for listening and subscribing. And if you enjoyed this episode, it would mean the absolute world to me if after you subscribed, you jumped on over and left me a five-star review and better yet, a written review. I am on a mission to let every mom and stepmom know that you can create the life of your dreams. And I need your help to change the world. The world needs us. Thank you so much for subscribing and leaving me a five-star review. I will see you next week. For more behind-the-scenes action and to get really up close and personal with me and our beautiful step family, jump on over to Instagram and follow me at the step queen. Don't be shy. Send me a DM. Tag me in your posts, tag me in your stories, let me know what you're up to and what about the podcast has been blowing your mind. I cannot wait to get to know you better and Instagram is my jam. I love you so much. I love you so much. Make it rain, girlfriend. <laughs>